Entrepreneur on Fire, 854. Yeah! Ready to get your life organized? LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Focus on what you do best and let CallRuby handle your calls. Visit CallRuby.com slash FIRE and use promo code FIRE. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. FIRE Nation In the house, John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Dane Maxwell. Dane, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, John. (laughs) Yes. After being scammed online for $12,000 in his early 20s, Dane went on to launch six profitable software products over the span of seven years, starting with just $123 in his bank account. He started these businesses without any ideas, writing a single line of code, or using any venture capital. After discovering his desire to teach, Dane co-founded The Foundation with Andy Drish in 2012, and The Foundation teaches entrepreneurs how to start software businesses from nothing, even if you have no idea, no money, and limited experience. The Foundation is a global entrepreneurial education company that has helped entrepreneurs from over 45 countries start businesses from nothing by focusing on the deep inner game of entrepreneurship. Dane fights for entrepreneurs and believes that starting a business is possible for anyone regardless of any external circumstance. Dane, I've given Fire Nation a little insight, but share more about you personally, my friend. Let us know what's going on with you right now, and then we're going to expound upon the biz. It's a fascinating question to think about every year that really changes for me. And I'd say about four years into the foundation, of teaching entrepreneurs how to start companies from nothing. It's a, it can be an exhausting journey at times, holding space for so many entrepreneurs' emotions as they're facing the gauntlet of, of getting started. So really, I think the, the key thing that, that I like to focus on is that deep inner game and how to be with all of the emotions that come up. And, and when I find that you're able to to be in flow with the emotions as opposed to them, then I find that things just work easier. So Dane, we're doing something pretty unique here with Entrepreneur on Fire. And I'm really excited about it for a number of reasons. Number one, you know, I've really been able to, over the years, develop a great relationship with both you and Andy. Been on a mancation or two with you guys to get to know you. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, you know, gotten to see you grow as an entrepreneur, Andy grow as an entrepreneur, as well as I've been growing as an entrepreneur, but been able to see what you've built. And you've built a foundation for yourself, and you've also built the foundation. So, you know, when we were chatting the other weekends, you know, you, you had this idea, you know, for Entrepreneur on Fire, for our listeners, Fire Nation, to bring what we're now calling five days to a foundation to, to my listeners, to entrepreneur on fire. I I thought it was just a great idea for a number of reasons and fire nation. 
you're listening to this hopefully on the day it came out, which is a Sunday. And for the next five days, Monday through Friday, starting tomorrow, bright and early, you're going to be getting an amazing interview with somebody that went through the foundation, that has gone through the stuff that we're going to be talking about today, and has come out the other side better for it. And Dane, my listeners heard the intro. They, they know what you've done personally. They know what you're currently doing with the foundation. But take a couple of minutes and kind of set the table for what we have in store for my listeners coming up over the next five days. And then let's kind of dive into why we're doing this and how Fire Nation can really make the most out of this opportunity. The first question you asked me, I'm just reflecting on, there could have been so many ways I answered that about like who I am and what I'm up hey. to. But I, I chose to answer it um, in the deep inner game realm, the mindset realm, the emotional realm. And I think one of the reasons why we have one of the more unique programs out there is because that's the stuff that I had to do personally first when I was building businesses. And it was just a pain in the ass, man. And like I started from nothing myself. I had no idea. I had hundred hundred bucks or so to my name. I didn't have any experience you know, the whole adage of like, well, just go solve your own problem. Like I was 22 and just graduated college. I had no problems to solve. <laughs> like I, I literally had nothing. Like none of the business books applied to me. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. So what was I supposed to do except sit in my parents' little toy closet and, and hack away until I figured things out? And that's why I want to do this for people is I wish that I could listen to a week like this when I was starting out. This would have been I would have been on my knees in gratitude for something like this when I was starting out because I I think of this week coming up John uh, as five days of foundation I really think of it more as five days of how you can repeatedly learn how to start when you have nothing to start from like starting from nothing is what is what a majority of these entrepreneurs did some of them had maybe like one little thing but not much the majority started from nothing so as you're listening to these, these podcasts. The reason that I love starting from nothing is because it removes any excuse that your mind may be able to come up with why you can't start a business. And what I found is that the mind can be one of the worst enemies for preventing you from be, having what you really want. Like you, you say you want a business, you have the, there are these things that you dream about and really want, but then you go and watch your mind sabotage you at the same time. So I wanted to create a playing field that kind of levels any possibility for your mind to sabotage you by lurking for an excuse like, oh, that person had an idea. Oh, that person had money. Oh, that person knew about software. You're not going to be able to find that here. We've really covered the gamut with all five interviews. So my hope is that by the end of the week, you will be awakened to a new world that you never knew existed that's totally possible where you're able to start when you have nothing. So when we're using this phrase multiple times, which I love because in a lot of ways, I started from nothing. You know, I started from nothing with experience in podcasting and broadcasting and interviewing. I started with nothing when it came to the online world as far as not even having any social media or a website. Like I was starting from scratch. I was starting from square one and that's really difficult. And so, you know, like what does the foundation in general and what are we really going to be learning over the next five days about starting from nothing, you know, really 
principle-wise that's going to be powerful for our listeners, for Fire Nation? I love these questions. You know, when you ask them, my first response is, man, you know, that's a really good question. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. And, and I think the core principle you're going to realize is that you are the common denominator to all of this. Uh, and, and so it's, it's not about what you're going to, the core principle is you, you won't have excuses anymore. And, and you'll see that, of all things, starting a software company is possible for you. Uh, you know, my favorite thing is to to sit someone down. You know, if we and we just if we before I say sit someone down, if we just zoom back out, you know, if you're waking up to an alarm every morning, if you're driving to a job every morning, if you're in a situation where a little piece of you dies every day, you go and wake up to do what you have to do. That is not a life that I would enjoy living, and. And that's the lives that most of our students come to us with, you know, kind of asleep inside, kind of dead inside, wanting more. And, and I listened to your, uh, your journey video, John, and, you know, you said so many beautiful things in there. And the core thing that really hurts my heart to see is that there are about 48% of Americans that want to be an entrepreneur. And we can put the data in the links to this in the show notes. Sure. And while 48% of Americans dream and want to be an entrepreneur, the next statistic's a little hairier, depending on how you calculate it. But anywhere from 0.3 to 3% of entrepreneurs actually are. Wow. That's a drastic gap and a lot of pain. That means that 45-ish percent of people are waking up every day and doing something that's not in alignment with who they believe they really are. And if you are an entrepreneur living the life of an employee, it is excruciating. And if you're going to, if, if I have those people and I can sit them down and I can say, look, it's not about having ideas. It's not about having money. It's not about having skills. It's not about having intelligence. It is not about having experience. None of that matters when it comes to you starting a business. Excuse my language. No but problem. It's true. It's absolutely true. And society will set you up to believe differently. And I will tell you it's all crap. I've proven it myself. And then I set out to prove prove it to the world. We set out to prove the impossible. We said, I said, look, we're going to teach you how to start the most difficult business in the world when you have nothing. And we're going to simplify it enough to the point where you could actually do it. It's a lot of work, John, to, to, to do that. But I had to prove to myself and a part of me wanted to prove it to my parents that look at mom and dad, you could do this kind of stuff too. And so that's the principle that is not about any of the things that you think about that you think it's about. And it's about you. And I want those excuses and, 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 and obstacles to fall away. And I want, to, I want to, the foundation to be an equalizer for entrepreneurship. I want it to be an enabler to allow more people to come into the world of entrepreneurship. It's my mission right now for myself personally and, 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 and for the foundation that we introduce as many people into the world of entrepreneurship as possible. And and in that, show them that not only is it possible for them, but it's not nearly as risky as 
as you'd think. I, I personally, the way I see things is that I see being an employee as a far more risky proposition than being an entrepreneur. So that's the principle I would say. It's not about anything that you think it is, and it's really about you. And once you get your mind straight and you see the truth and you see the reality, you're not going to be able to go to life as you know it, back, back to the original life as you know it. And that's what we have. That's what we have a lot of students say. They're like, really, you kind of screwed up my life, man. I can't really, <laughs> I can't really see things different this, the, the way I used to. Dane, you are getting fired up right now. And I got to be honest with you, it is firing me up too. Because when you said those words, that if you could have had something like the foundation and had people talking to you, like you're now talking to people within the foundation when you were 22, 23, you would have been on your knees. You know, that visualization is absolutely amazing. And here I am 35 years old personally. And if I could be hearing the words that you just said in the last handful of minutes, just two and a half years ago, I would have been on my knees. I mean, it's exactly what I needed. When you just referenced my journey video, that was me 2.5 years ago. That was me in a car with a tie on and a suit, driving to work, dying a little bit every single day, every single commute, every single minute I was sitting in that cubicle because I was part of that 45% that wanted to be an entrepreneur and simply wasn't an entrepreneur because I didn't have the mind-opening experience that your words, you know, brings. So I know right now that there's people who are, if, if they're driving in a car, they're not on their knees, but they're, if they're walking on the beach, they probably just dropped to their knees and they said, like, hallelujah, like, these are the words that I need to hear. Because I'll tell you what, Dane, this is across the board of my experience having mentored many people one-on-one and, and running Fire Nation Elite, a mastermind of entrepreneurs, when you dig down all through the levels of like why people want to become entrepreneurs, you get down to that base level. Like that, those, you take away those six levels of, you know, oh, because I want to make more money or I want to do this. It comes down to freedom over and over again. It's because that person wants to have the freedom to control their life and to do what they want. And that is why there's 45% of people that want to be entrepreneurs because they want that freedom, they want that control, and only 3% or less ever get there because they don't have the tools necessary. So, is there, Do you care if I say something real quick? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? <sighs> yes, John. <laughs> absolutely, this is true. This is the thing. That voice inside of you, is it's true. And I can't even hardly contain myself when I tell you that little nagging voice inside of you that's saying there's something more is absolutely true. And you know what? The most of the world does not know how to give it to you because they don't know how to listen to the voice themselves. The way to listen to that voice is to take the first step. And then the voice gets louder and then it gets louder and then it gets louder and then it gets louder. And before you know it, you're waking up in the, in, in, at, the, at the time of day that you want to wake up and you, your feet hit the floor and you have complete freedom. But not only do you have complete freedom, you are making massive money, providing massive value to people who are just enthralled with you and love you. And you're making a difference and leaving a legacy and providing for your family and doing all the things that you want to do because you listen to that little voice. But that little voice is a sacred voice. It's a sensitive voice and it can be shattered and it can be destroyed, especially 
if you go into an environment that doesn't cultivate the listening to it, that voice is completely sacred and deserves to be loved and cared for. And you must put yourself in a situation where you can listen to it and you must be around other people who celebrate you listening to that voice. I'm getting goosebumps right now. I know Fire Nation is either just like hitting pause so they can kind of regain their breath or hitting the, <laughs> the, the rewind button a few times so they can hear that again. And you know, one thing that we talked about in the pre-interview chat that I think is really important to take a couple of seconds and talking about is just the importance of getting to that paying a customer, of getting to that first dollar exchange, to really seeing that this is so attainable. And that's what I love about what you do. There's no better program that I've seen. There's no more better success rate than I've seen of taking people from literally nothing, from starting from nothing to a paying customer. It's such a game changer. The, you know, the change you see in a person when that happens is unbelievably incredible. Can you speak to that? Yeah. You know, as, as I'm saying this, you know, it's, it's like, oh, if I'm listening to it, all right, yeah, great, Dan, I got the little voice, but like, can you make this real for me? Can, <laughs> can, you, can you make it attainable for me? And, um, you know, I, what John said is that about six software companies, but what you don't know is I, I did a lot more during that time. I think I, think I did anywhere between, I, I think I was able to remember 22 ideas that I'd started in about eight years. Um, and I found about seven, four, 16 to 17 of them failed and five or six succeeded. And the 17 or so that failed, they all had one thing in common. And the other five or six that succeeded, they all had the same opposite thing in common. (laughs) The same opposite thing. And I didn't realize this until I was actually putting this whole sheet together. And I sat back and I thought, holy crap. The 17 that failed all had one thing in common. It was they were not or they were all my ideas. Every single one of the 17, all my own genius, unique, or so I thought ideas. <laughs> the other five or six that succeeded, none of them were my ideas. None of them. They were all given to me by a customer. So when I realized that, I did my best. Now, it's really hard. You know, like if your mind's like mine, John, you're always coming up with ideas. Always. It's so difficult. And it's not about not coming up with ideas or not. It's about making sure a customer wants to pay for them. So... When I learned this, though, I realized that I must go to a customer, a market that I can find and talk to and ask them and find the pain with them. And when I find a pain, then a solution will emerge. Now, I really hesitate to say find a need and fill it because you know what? We all need to go to a dentist, but I don't go to a dentist that often. I need to, but I don't. But you know when I do go to a dentist? When my tooth hurts, when I'm in pain. If you want the kind of business that people beg you to pay for and they're upset if they can't pay you, imagine that. Imagine taking your payment page down and having people frustrated and upset that they can't pay you. That happens when you're solving a serious pain. So what the foundation does and what we teach is, and it's not really anything, I don't think it's, it wasn't new to me, but people like rave about it like it's gospel sometimes. It's, it's nothing new. It's you go in and you, you just find the pain. And once you found a problem so painful, then oh, <laughs> it's it's phenomenal. And and I can I could I could give you an example of like how you would do that and how it looks to make it super practical on this interview if, if you if you want to and we have time. 
Dane, we are going to get to that concrete example right after we thank our sponsors. Does the thought of missing one of your client or customer calls make you a little nervous? Being able to connect with your customers is integral to your success as a small business. If you can't show them you care, someone else will. But we all know being a small business owner is tough. You can't be everywhere and everything for everyone. That's where Ruby comes into play. Ruby is a team of virtual receptionists trained to make a difference in your day and set your business apart by providing excellent service to your clients and customers, allowing you to focus on what you do best. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE, and in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans, plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE, or better yet, give them a call and experience their service yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. That's 855-775-RUBY. Are you ready to set goals for 2015 that you'll actually be able to stick to? Having a clear picture of what it is you're really looking to accomplish is a huge first step and should be shortly followed by getting your life organized so you can focus on those goals. Whether getting your life organized means protecting your family by setting up a will or living trust or getting your finances in order so you can finally start your own business, LegalZoom can help. For more than 10 years, LegalZoom has helped millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you'd like more help, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states, but they're not a law firm. This month, you can save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box to check out. Don't let another year pass you by before getting your life organized. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. All right, Dane, we're back. You have a concrete example for us. You have some amazing people that have gone through the foundation Carl Mattiola, by the way, is somebody who is episode 486, Fire Nation. So you, I mean, this is 400 episodes ago. This is how long people have been rocking and rolling through this, doing great things. But Dane, take it away, my friend. Share with us something concrete that, you know, we can really sink our teeth into. Dude, that's awesome that that's how long we've been around. I know. 400 episodes ago. That's so cool. Well, we've got like, we've got five names of of people who are, um, you're going to be interviewing, but let me give you an example of someone that, that you're not interviewing just to, just to illustrate that we've got plenty of these success stories to pull from. And it's so cool because it's still that we have a a number of success stories is still not good enough for me. Like, I'm like, how do we get more success stories? How do we get a higher conversion rate? But so here's an example. Um, we had a we had a gal contact yoga studios and start conducting idea extraction conversations with them where she was searching for and looking for pain. She ended up finding an, uh, a pain that yoga studios have with not being able to make money or only being able to make money when uh, like limited to their physical location. So she ended up creating something called Namastream, which is a virtual yoga studio. So this is like a really simple idea. It's, it's, it's basically an online community portal, but really positioned and tailored towards yoga studios. And I love the name too, Namastream, Namaste. Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful program and, and she's doing really well with it. And she's just launched and, and like really shortly within launching, she's already at her first thousand or $2,000 a month right away. 
And it's just such an inspiring, inspiring story, like to go into yoga studios, find this pain and then have this virtual yoga studio software come out of it. Now, she didn't write any of the code herself and she pre-sold in advance to use it to fund the development. So she didn't use her money to build the product. She literally started from nothing. Give you one more quick example that's a lot more concrete. So, you know, like John, how there's e-signature software out there. Yeah. Imagine if you went and contacted a real estate agent and you asked them if you could go through their email inbox to then discover any of the like painful emails that they have to try and remove them from their life so they don't have to deal with them anymore. I would pay $1 million for that solution. <laughs> How valuable is that proposition so in and good. of itself? Yeah. And can you just not do this with anybody in the planet? Like... So you go to a real estate agent and, and you sit down with them like, oh, gosh, yes, thank you. And you go to through these files and you see like if it's a really successful agent who's got like 50 houses, 50 homes, houses, <laughs> 50, 50 house eyes listed. And, and, uh, and, you know, they got all these contracts coming in attached and like they're like, OK, so they open that email. What do you have to do with it? Oh, you have to print out a contract. You have to sign it. You have to scan it and put it back. And you like experience the pain of this person. You really dig into like all the things and activities that have to go into replying to this email. And then you're like, well, what if it would be like if you could just click a button and sign it on your computer? And now e-signature software is born. Wow. How many other times could you do that? An email inbox is basically a list of problems waiting for you to solve. I have just given you probably one of the best questions that we that you could ever have. There are actually ones that are just as good, if not better than that question. And uh, we'll get to that towards the end of the interview. I'd love to give another one of those away. The email inbox is a very, very abundant place of problems for you to solve. And I want to tell you that you know, there's, there's, there's this line of thinking that, you know, hey, all the good ideas are taken or hey, you need to come up with some sexy new idea. No, dude, just find an idea that's extremely painful and solve that. And, and the thing is, finding painful problems and solving them, while you might want to think it's like kind of a scarce thing, it's truly an abundant world in business. And it blows my mind, John. Like there are even parts of me at times that like be like, no, no, you know what? There, there has to be some scarcity in business. And I think there is if you choose to believe that. But I also see this entirely abundant world. Like this, this, this framework that we teach at the foundation is inexhaustible. It's, it's truly the abundance formula in business. You want to start from nothing and you want to be able to do it abundantly. Imagine going through the foundation and then we have other students that like want to pay for other students to go through the foundation so they can like start building their own portfolio of SaaS apps. It's, it's really cool. I'm kind of a, a little bit off of a, an excited tangent here. So, <laughs> I love your so. tangents, Dave. I love your tangents, but I want to sit on something real quick here because this is yeah. so important to me. Abundance versus scarcity because yes. Dane, this is exactly why I was dying a little bit every single day in corporate America. Because in corporate America, in that culture, scarcity is king. Everybody believes in it. They subscribe to it. They think it's the scriptures. And I knew in my heart of heart and my souls of souls that that was such a wrong way of thinking. People saying, hey, if that person gets a bigger piece of the pie, that's a smaller piece for everybody else. So don't let them get a bigger piece of the pie. And I'm like, Oh, is that true? It doesn't feel right. Is that really, is that right? And it just, it was the worst feeling. And I was dying a little bit every day hearing that. 
And that's why when I just walked into this world of entrepreneurship and of just abundance and just opened my arms up. It was like the clouds parted, the sun was shining and the angels were trumpeting and they were saying, you've arrived like at the world of abundance. It's scarcity doesn't exist here. Like, no, we're going to give you an amazingly big piece of the pie. And guess what? Dane gets one too. And so doesn't Andy. And so doesn't X and Y and Z. And that's the type of world that we live in, Dane, because we choose to. And I love that. It is a choice. And what did you say happened when you'd walk into that world? What would they say to you? They'd say, John, that's just how it is. That's how it's always oh, been. Gosh. It's, it's just, this is how it's always going to be. If your piece of the pie gets too big, we're going to say the same thing about you behind your back. Yeah, that's when depending on if you're angry or loving, you either slap that person <laughs> or give them a hug and then get out of their energy field. <laughs> oh, I would do the latter. Well, give them a hug or the... The hug, the hug. Yeah, <laughs> At this point, uh, I, got yeah. nothing, I got nothing but love. I got nothing but love for peeps. It's, it's hard to be angry when you're connected to... I mean, there I, you know, I was angry today, I think at one point with something s- small, but like, like that permanent anger that from like living out of alignment in my life and not following my truth, like it's hard to, it's hard to be angry. And you know what else is nice? When you see other people that are successful, you're just like, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Like when Andy and I were having a talk today, uh, he interviewed me for your show, Starting From Nothing. It was just like this mutual love and respect was just going back and forth over the interview because we were both so happy for what each other had accomplished. Like we, and it was so true. It was so genuine. It was coming across with like such honesty and it just felt so amazing. And you can't, you can't help but not watch that and just see that how true that is. And, and that's what I love about this world. And I mean, Dane, it's, it's truly hard to believe that we've been talking for just under 30 minutes already. So, you know, we're coming to that time where I'd love to kind of, you know, not wrap up, but, you know, start heading in that direction where I really kind of want to share with our listeners like, hey, you know, this is what's coming up over the next five days. This is what we have going on. And of course, I'm not going to let you off the hook because you did promise to share another killer question that my listeners, Fire Nation, can ask to really jumpstart their lives. So yeah, in terms of like wrapping up and the other question and a few other things, like as I, as you were talking, I was just thinking about how you could turn that question of the email inbox an entire business model in itself. You could actually get paid to go through people's inboxes and actually make money while you're doing research to find other products to sell them. Right. Uh, um, it really is. It really couldn't be any easier. So true. So, you know, I just want to set an expectation uh, about how this this works, you know, to get to the place where you can be like, hey, go to their email inbox and charge money and then find products to solve to get to that place where those ideas come from you where like, see, I'm telling you that idea, but to get to my place where you're actually the one coming up with these ideas and these ideas are in a fairly abundant supply. It takes about, I want to set the fr- the record. So if you are just starting out as an entrepreneur, expect anywhere between two and a half to four years yes. to becoming fully financially free. Now we're talking like six figures a month. So like anywhere between two and a half to four years, if you are fully committed to this and you are connected to the best information in business, I don't see any reason why you couldn't be making at least a hundred grand a month in revenue. And within four years, possibly profit hundred grand a month while you're not even really working in your business anymore. Right. 
So uh, uh, the reason why it's two and a half and four years, it could actually be like, well, you know, we built the foundation into a seven figure company within, I think, months. Yeah. I like to use the word wildfire right for that one. Yeah. But the thing is that we had done it. I had, I had done it in software, not up to seven figures, but really, really close. And, and the reason why it takes two and a half to four years is I really want, I really wanted to like kind of start landing the plane on this point is that in two and a half years, a lot has to change. And that thing that has to change is you. And what happens is sometimes like the belief systems that you hold in the world aren't just a simple like, oh, cool, my mind is fixed, it's done. They tend to be stuck in the body. And it tends to to like take some time. Like my partner, Andy, he followed all the tactics to the T and he built a $6,000 per month business in six weeks from nothing. He went on Etsy. He found a guy who was doing really well on Etsy. He turned all the all of the strategies that the guy's doing to sell a lot of money in Etsy to the other Etsy people, and like started from nothing. Like found an expert, published an expert. Six weeks, six grand a month. He freaked out. Let the business crash. Kind of self sabotaged by unmanaging it. Went back to work as a corporate employee for a while longer, and then as his body started to like evolve more now he's freaking a majority owner in a seven-figure business called the foundation a ceo a ceo of the company and a mentor to me but the thing is he had to change a lot had to change it it it, it took it took time for him and, and we can speed that up and i think speeding it up is two and a half to four years um, you know, I don't know a lot of people that know how to go from zero to 100K a month in two and a half to four years. But I just want, I wanted to, to illustrate that example. Was that useful, John? It's really useful um, to see that, and, and this is actually something that we talked about on starting from nothing, is that self-sabotage. I'm glad you brought that out because that's so there and it's so part of it, yeah. which is why you need to be surrounding yourself with the right people. That's why that's a critical piece to this. Yeah, you know, that is really important. important. Um, we really, really specialize in self-sabotage at the foundation. We have a number of mindset tools. We've brought in uh, identity level experts. And I want to also illustrate that the reason that you don't have a million dollar business yet is because you haven't become the kind of person who could energetically hold space for that kind of company. If you don't have a million dollar business and you're not, you don't, and you have, and you have the idea, if you, if you don't have the identity of a million-dollar business owner and I gave you a million-dollar business, you'd be screwed. Done. I mean, that's, you know, we, we hear that all the time with lottery winners. They don't have that capacity to be a millionaire. They win the million dollars, self-sabotage a year later. They're worse off than when they won. Think about it. If you actually literally had a million-dollar business and you had to wake up tomorrow and run it, would you be like, uh, <laughs> how do I do that? You know, the reason the foundation is, is around two and a half to three million and not 10 million is because we haven't become the kind of people that run a $10 million company. And Andy yet. and I, uh, yet, yet, that, that, that was implied in my mind, but thank you. <laughs> and, but we are becoming that. And it's just a, it's just a matter of, we'll, we become that if we want to. It, it's, it's not making hundreds of thousands or millions or whatever is no longer uh, some sort of accident. It's just more of a decision. It's like, oh yeah, you know, we want to, 
we want to do 10 million a year in revenue. Let's just go become those kinds of people. Yeah. And, and now if you want to become the kind of person that starts a company from nothing, now you have a place to go to become the kind of person to do that. And that's why it takes two and a half to four years. Sometimes to become that kind of person, you're going to be fighting a lifelong journey of belief systems programmed into your DNA and your body and 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 things like that. So I'm really happy that I got to illustrate that. And I'm really happy that you brought up self-sabotage again because we're so good so at good. working on the self-sabotage. It's so good. And you don't need – you really don't need a lot of new information to start a business, especially if you're le- listening to these podcasts and you're reading entrepreneur books. I can tell you what. It's a pretty good indicator that the problem is you, not the information. The information is out there. As soon as you get yourself out of the way, the actions that you need to take are pretty clear. Mm. I love every bit of this. And I I haven't interviewed at the time that we're talking, Dane, the five foundation members that are going to be over the next five days. But I can tell you, I'm excited for those conversations. And Fire Nation, I hope you're getting excited as Dane and I are talking and getting towards the end of this interview because we're talking to the man, the myth, the legend right now, and, and he's just dropping these value bonds. But you know, now tomorrow and in the, in the four days that follow tomorrow, we get to talk to people that ha- came to him, came to Andy with nothing and were molded and then came out the other side and have created a life that they wanted, that they chose. And there's so many great things that are going to come out of these conversations. One of the people that you'll be interviewing, he was like one of the programmers at Facebook. And he did not know how to start a software company. I'm telling you, <laughs> if, if, if you think that you need to be a programmer to start a software company, it's not true. And you will experientially understand that in your body on a whole other level. Because when you interview John and Degas, totally happy-go-lucky guy in the, in the UK, um, has this awesome product uh, and and he was a programmer at Facebook and he was super frustrated because he's this guy who's really smart programmer at Facebook. He's like, why don't I have my own software company? This really pisses me off. And and so with that frustration, you know, he joined the foundation. Now he owns his own software business and he did not, if, if I remember correctly, you'll have to ask him, but I don't think he wrote any of the code himself because we really advise against that. Wow. So Dane, take this home for us. Take us to the promised lands. Um, you know, share with us any last thoughts that you want us to really take away from what we've been talking about. Share with us anything else that just really you want to. I mean, what is your heart saying that you want to talk to about Fire Nation in our final minutes? Uh, honestly, like the first thing that comes up, John, is just how much I love you. Oh, I really appreciate those words, and I appreciate you sharing those words. He said the promised land, and this is the closest thing that I've found to promised land in the business world is being an entrepreneur. But I wonder if the promised land is really just being in alignment with who you were meant to be. And if you feel like you were meant to be an entrepreneur and you're not currently that, that's got to be a really painful place to be. I and mean, what's, what's, what's coming up next week for you is, is, a, is a slew of, of five students. And we picked students. We didn't. We didn't pick our highest revenue generating students. We we picked we picked students who are just launching at a thousand or two thousand dollars a month. You know, I think we've got one guy next week who's at like a hundred k a month. But it's absolutely insane. Like, and we just brought. We just wanted to illustrate that what's what's really possible with software by bringing that guy on. And it's the first time we're actually revealing this student ever. Wow, John. Um, wow. We like we just haven't wanted to share him because, right? 
kind of feel like a fool for not sharing him. But I also, I also feel really protective of like setting some sort of insane expectation. Like this guy's a hundred K a month. And then I have a five K a month business. Then I feel like a failure. Absolutely. Nobody under my watch ever feels like a failure. And if they do that, it's quickly corrected. Right. And, and so we've got students that are one or two K a month, other students that are like 10. We've got one guy who figured out how to sell bacon online and he's blowing that up. I mean, (laughs) These are students that are just really real people and they're really real results and it's really honest, honest stuff. So it's not like hype pie in the sky stuff. It is just like the reality of really average, awesome. Well, they're not average people, but I wanted us to say like, you know, normal human beings. So and I don't even know if they're normal either. Maybe they're like something special. I mean, I consider myself pretty normal. I just like I'm not I had. B's and C's and I had a 20 or 21 on my ACT. I got rejected on my college application. I mean, you know, what I did get right is I learned how to take action and I learned how to end self-sabotage. And, you know, that's what you're going to see in these students. They learned how to take action. They learned how to make a commitment and they learned how to stop the self-sabotage and build businesses in the process. And I just hope it's, I hope it's of use to the listeners. It is absolutely going to be of great use to the listeners, and it's really obvious to me in a great way that self-sabotage has become one of the major themes of our chat here today. And Fire Nation, if you haven't achieved the levels of success that you want to achieve in your life, self-sabotage is playing a massive role in this, whether you know it or not. So, Dan, I want to end our talk here today on fire, my friends. So share just one parting piece of guidance. Take that home for us. And then the best way that we can connect with you, with the foundation and learn more, and then we'll say goodbye. It comes back to that voice, that voice that's inside, the one that nags you like that splinter in your mind that it just, it wants more for you. It knows where you're at's not right. And it either kind of goes into quiet desperation and stops speaking to you or it grows and grows till it guides your life. And I just want more than anything for people to be connected to that voice. And I want for anything, the things that prevent that voice from happening to be crushed and smashed to the ground and then lovingly kept away. And the foundation is a place where dreams are sacred People are sacred and their desires are sacred. And with sacred things, you don't just smash them. You don't not water them. You don't leave them from the sun. Your dreams are so sacred that you could even like almost whisper them away. It's a deeply vulnerable and sensitive thing to just share one of your deepest dreams or desires. And then, as it, if it, as, it is, as if it isn't already vulnerable and sensitive enough to share your dreams, for it not to be celebrated, expanded on, and, and, and loved on by those around you, like, uh, it's just, there's a different world out there that awaits you, a world where people love you and, 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 and love what you're about and, 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 and celebrate you for the way that you think. They don't ridicule you for the way that you think. And I just, you think that confidence comes from believing in yourself. And really, confidence comes from surrounding yourself with people who believe in you more than you do. 
confidence comes from being around people who recognize you. Now, you can have little wins and have a little bit of confidence, but you know where that real, enduring, long-standing confidence comes from? It comes from being in community. I speak from experience, and I want this for you, and I want you to be listening to that little voice. And that being said, the, you can you can look me up on Facebook, but I think my friend list is, is full because Facebook is lame about that kind of crap. <laughs> and... and um, Sorry, Facebook. I feel a little bad about saying that. <laughs> Facebook's been a good good value for me. I apologize, Mr. Zuckerberg. Zach. And, Zach. And, and, you know, you can email me at daneatthefoundation.com. But what I really recommend is that this final question that you can use to, to build your business. And excuse me. And I'd like to offer a, a really special gift to just your um, entrepreneur on fire listeners, John. And... And that, that gift is um, our most valuable piece of one of our most valuable things that students say they take away from the foundation is idea extraction. Now, the foundation is a, is a, is a paid program and it's, it can be pricey for some people, but that doesn't mean that we still don't want to help others that can't afford it. And so we're about just introducing as many people into the world of entrepreneurship as we can. So we have this idea extraction guide that's a, a 44 page guide that's um, given to all of our students inside the foundation. And what we've done is we've condensed it down into a really light version that has the basic structure and nuggets. So you're still able to use it. Um, Even if you don't become a part of the foundation, you can still use this. And that guide is, is available for the entrepreneur on fire listeners. In addition to that guide, I want to give that, that uh, question away that you could go out and use to ask a software business with and we're going to set that up for all the listeners at thefoundation.com forward slash fire. And you can just put that all over case. And if you go there, you'll be able to get that idea extraction guide that tends to be one of the, the best uh, mind bending things that you can learn about how to abundantly come up with ideas. And then also you'll find that additional one question you can use to start a software business. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Dane and JLD today. (laughs) So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dane in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop right up with all the links that we've been talking about today. But that gift, thefoundation.com slash fire is waiting for you right now. So go directly there. And Dane has generously given his email, Dane, D-A-N-E, at thefoundation.com. Email him, Fire Nation. Take a step. Get rid of that self-sabotage. You're saying, I'm not going to email Dane. He'll never respond. Get rid of those thoughts and that thinking and email this guy. And Dane, I just want to thank you, my friends, because as always, it's a pleasure hanging out with you over Skype, in person, at conferences, wherever it might be. But thank you for sharing your journey with my listeners today, Fire Nation. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. With 15 videos in 15 days, I'll have you podcasting like a pro. 
visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite.